Welcome to the Serpent Soul Podcast, where we explore our identity before God and our relationship with God. I'm your host, Kenneth Grady, and I pray that we will be fed by the Word of God, led by the Spirit of God, and living with passion for the will of God. And in so doing, may we raise each other up as we lay ourselves down before the Lord. This is the Servant Soul Podcast. So I've enjoyed the last couple weeks of talking about just some issues of the heart. Uh, I think that's good to do at times, but I want to get back to some of the basics of living out the Christian life. And like I said, I think it it's good to seek understanding and difficult details of the faith, but it needs to be balanced with walking the simplicity of what we already know. And if we always just walk in what we know, of course, we don't grow much. But if we seek too long for difficult answers, I think we can end up pretty far off course. And the Bible shows us really a great balance, I think, of doctrine and history, uh, both parts, because we get to see some of the deepest truths lived out so simply in the life of Christ. So this week, we're going to look at a few passages dealing with Christ's ministry, and then I want to take a look at an application for us now. So the first passage we're going to look at is in Matthew chapter 15, verses 29 through 31, which says, And Jesus departed from thence and came nigh into the Sea of Galilee and went up into a mountain and sat down there. And great multitudes came unto him, having with them those that were lame, blind, dumb, maimed, and many others, and cast them down at Jesus' feet, and he healed them. Insomuch that the multitude wondered when they saw the dumb to speak, the maimed to be whole, the lame to walk, and the blind to see and they glorified the God of Israel. The next passage I want us to turn to is Matthew 9, verses 1 through 2, which says, And he entered into a ship and passed over, and came to his own city. And behold, they brought to him a man sick of the palsy, lying on a bed. And Jesus, seeing their faith, said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, be of good cheer, thy sins be forgiven thee. And probably my favorite is in Mark chapter 2, verses 1 through 5 for today, which is uh, another part of the story which says, and again, he entered into Capernaum after some days, and it was noise that he was in the house. And straightway many were gathered together, and so much that there was no room to receive them, no, not so much as about the door. And he preached the word unto them. And they came unto him, bringing one sick of the palsy, which was born of four. And when they could not come nigh unto him for the press, they uncovered the roof where he was. And when they had broken it up, they let down the bed wherein the sick of the palsy lay. When Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. So, why these passages? Well, first, I just want to point out how willing Jesus was to heal people. I mean, is there any situation you can think of in Scripture where someone came to Jesus for healing and Jesus said, I I don't really feel like it today? (laughs) I think it's pretty obvious that Jesus loves to heal people. He loves to forgive people. He just loves helping people in general. And so he does it almost reactively throughout Scripture, every time we see him come into contact with need and faith. And secondly, I want to point out just how much sickness and debilitation there was. I mean, it appears that he was just alien people left and right some days, right? As Matthew 15.30 said, And a great multitude came at him, having with them those that were lame, blind, dumb, and maimed, and many others, and cast them down at Jesus' feet, and he healed them. So obviously, a lot of people were experiencing the healing power of Jesus. And so, like I said, there there was no shortage of people in need. 
And thirdly, I want to point out that there wasn't much in the way of prerequisites to being healed. Jesus healed some by laying on his hands. He commanded some to go do something. He simply healed some by saying it was so. I mean, everywhere he went, he was just like, healed, healed, go wash and be healed, stand up, healed, reach out your hand and healed. (laughs) And there wasn't an application, a list of steps to follow to get pre-qualified, a a pilgrimage to complete, a registration fee to pay. If someone had just enough faith to sincerely ask Jesus for help, or in many of these cases that we see, had friends who believed nothing in Jesus that when they brought the loved one, you know, that was enough. But, but here is my main point for picking these verses for today. Yes, Jesus healed the lame. Yes, he healed the deaf and the blind and the dumb, and as I said, many others. But here's the problem. How did they ever get to Jesus? The lame couldn't walk to him. The deaf couldn't hear him. The blind certainly couldn't see him. The dumb couldn't ask for help. In every passage that we looked at, the Bible tells us that those who followed Jesus brought with them those who had needs. Jesus didn't go out sick people hunting. Those who believed in Jesus were excited enough about who they had found to bring others to the healer as well. And so there was no shortage of sick people to heal because there was no shortage of healed people with enough faith to come back with their friends. And that's the challenge for us today, isn't it? I mean, what's the problem? Jesus didn't change. He still loves healing. The the requirements haven't changed. Faith and need still equals opportunity for God to work. And there are still plenty of people in need of healing. So why don't we see more people changing? Maybe a better question would be, who are we bringing to Jesus to be healed? I mean, it's no wonder we don't see Jesus doing any work in the church today. We aren't bringing him any patience. We just keep coming back week after week to tell Jesus we need another prescription because we don't feel completely 100 yet. And maybe we could help someone else once we get our aches and pains cured, but right now we have to focus on numero uno. If we want to see Jesus do some work, it's time we bring him some people to work on. I mean, newsflash, the blind still can't see him, the deaf can't hear him, and the lame certainly aren't marching in the right direction. I mean, when was the last time we brought somebody to Jesus? When was the last time we got over ourselves enough to remember all that God has already done for us and start winning that for someone else? And, you know, when will we be satisfied enough with the healing we do have to take someone else to the great physician? I mean, we're so mad that we have to go through life with reading glasses on that we don't have time to take the blind man to Jesus. And we're too busy making sure he gives us the 2020 we want. And we're too busy praying over our bad knee that we just step right over the lame man to get to the front of the Jesus line. I mean, why would Jesus give us any more healing if we haven't done anything with the testament he gave us already? And I'm going to make a bet here. You can take it or leave it. But spend the health you have, the vision, the hearing, the speaking, the strength you've been given to bring others to Jesus, and I'm going to bet he'll keep you moving just the way he wants till your time is up anyway. If we want to see Jesus do a miracle of healing. We need to bring those that need healing to Jesus. Somewhere at the crossroad of faith and need, God will be glorified. Often we don't see God work because somewhere along the way we quit believing enough to bring others to Jesus. It it wasn't easy to bring people to Jesus either. 
there weren't a lot of motorized wheelchairs. And that's why I love that story of the paralyzed man's friends that loved him so much they literally broke the house to get him to Jesus. It's not easy. It's not easy to bring people to Jesus today. But with patience, love, and determination, you can get people close enough. And it's not our job to heal people or change people, but it is our job to show them Jesus. I love this passage in John chapter 1, verses 45 and 46. It says, Philip findeth Nathanael, and saith unto him, We have found him, of whom Moses and the law and the prophets did write, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And Nathanael said unto him, Can there any good thing come out of Nazareth? Philip saith unto him, Come and see. Amen. Thanks for listening. And until next time, may we grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To Him be glory both now and forever. Amen. Amen.